Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. I uh, hope everybody had a great week. Um, we got a pretty packed podcast this week, and we're not even going to be talking. We're not only going to be talking football. We're going to be talking basketball. We're going to be talking baseball, and it should be a fun one. So let's jump right into it. We are on the eve of the Tech Baylor game, which will take place tomorrow night at the Jones. Uh, it's a blackout. Patrick Mahomes is getting inducted into the Tech Ring of Honor. Should be a fun one. Um, I think this is going to be a great game. Um, obviously, you know, Tech's got a lot of momentum right now after the West Virginia win. And, you know, this, I think this is just a next step to see, you know, where, where this program's at. I think the biggest goal that Joey McGuire can fulfill this year is rebuilding the mystique of of the Jones. And he's got an opportunity to do that tomorrow against a Baylor team and get yourself a, a good quality win. You know, at the beginning of the year in my preseason predictions, uh, I said that uh, this would be the, this would be a win that Tech gets. I think they. I still think they do get the win. I, I think it's going to be a battle, but I, you know, I, I think right now Tech is Tech is playing better than Baylor um, is, and I think talent wise, I just I think Tech Tech can win this game. Now Joey McGuire is still playing the who's going to start game. It's going to be Baron Morton. I think Baron Morton has solidified that he's the starter. You know, moving forward. Unless, you know, he falls apart. And if he falls apart, you've got two other quarterbacks that, that are waiting in the wings at this point that can go in. But, you know, I think Baron Morton's going to be your starter tomorrow. You know, um, I think the keys to the game is defense has got to get turnovers. And offense has obviously got to keep that football moving like they did last week. But, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty pretty good game. But this is a big, big one. If, if Tech can get this, they get themselves to 5-3. and three, And then they're going to have a lot of momentum going into TCU next week uh, in Fort Worth. So should be a fun one. Hope everybody watches it. I love the uniforms that Tech is going to wear. They're, they're going to wear the all black with the, with the real double T. And great look, you know. Um, that they're that they're wearing. So, hopefully, it'll be a good game. But I will come back. Um, it'll probably be on Sunday. Uh, but I will come back and we will do a recap of the Baylor game, and uh, hopefully, it's a good one. So we'll see. But let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about other stuff going on this week. Basketball. We had um, they had their big kind of meet meet the Red Raider night on Monday, and. Sounds like it went great. Sounds like this team's going to be loaded. Um, you've got some really great talent on this team. And, you know, early, they've got some early tests, obviously, against Creighton. And potentially they, they could be playing Arkansas at the Maui Invitational. But I think you got you got a good opportunity there to, to hopefully get yourself, uh, get yourself a good start. I think it's setting up to be very similar to last year. There's 
the expectations of tech. I mean, I think there's a little bit higher higher expectations na- uh, nationwide than last year, but there's several other teams in the Big 12 that that most of the national pundits are looking at, including Texas, by the way, that they really truly believe are going are gonna to finish better than Tech. And I think Tech surprises some people. You know, and I'll talk more about that in the questions uh, section because uh, our quite, one of our questions tonight deals with Tech basketball. So the other big kind of on our threefer of Tech this week is baseball announced their schedule. And kind of the highlights, um, they're going to play A&M in Houston. It should be a fun one. They're going to, again, play Michigan. That'll be in that same Houston Classic at Minute Maid Park. And then Rice, where they got a little chippy with Rice last Well, Rice got chippy with Tech last year. I don't, I don't think Tech was getting real chippy with Rice, but they'll they'll be playing them. Their their opening Big Twelve slate, their their first few um, weeks of play are going to be really fascinating, and it's going to be make or break in that early part of the Big Twelve. Um, they're going to open up against Oklahoma State. That'll be a home series. Then they go on the road to uh, People's Republic of Austin to play Texas. Then they've got TCU, and then they've got Oklahoma. They really play kind of the front load of of the Big 12 schedule early. And I'm not sure if that's good or bad. I mean, it'll just be kind of interesting to see um, based on kind of non-conference play if that'll be good or bad. Uh, but beyond that, they've they've got games against Stanford. They're going to be doing a few games against Stanford. They're going to open the season against Gonzaga. Should be a pretty solid solid opportunity there but you know i i think baseball uh they'll they'll certainly probably be uh, again a situation where they're back in the tournament on paper from from everything i've read and understand uh this is supposed to be a re- this recruiting class was very solid these newcomers that are coming in are supposed to be a pretty solid group and you know certainly they're they're going to be in the conversation not only for the Big 12 title, but I think certainly they will be a team that could be favored to go back to Omaha. So that's kind of where this program is at now with with everything that Tim Tadlock has done. They'll, they'll be a fun team to watch, which they've been obviously the last few years, and should be a fun one. I hope, hopefully I get to make it to a couple of games this year. I didn't get to go last year to any, any baseball games. That, it's really hard to get – uh, tech baseball tickets they're just I mean they're a hot ticket and um, you know Danlaw Field is not the biggest baseball field um, in the Big 12 which I think that's probably the next big tech project by the way is you're going to see some sort of either an upgrade of Danlaw Field or you know could you completely build a brand new field I don't know but I think that'll probably be the next big uh, tech project when they are finished with the south end zone at the Jones. So, but yeah, lots of tech news this week. Obviously, with with the big three major sports, um, kind of you know, obviously football going strong, basketball getting ready to start. It'll be next Monday, November seventh. They open up with Northwestern State. So. Should be fun, and it's really even cool this year. You know, with football having 
having the success they're they're having this year that it's not like oh we're counting down the days till for basketball to come save us so that's been great and basketball will be fun and then before we know it it'll be baseball and and it's just bing bong boom you know with with tech athletics this year so all right we're gonna talk nfl chiefs and cowboys both won last sunday Cowboys started it off uh, by beating the Lions, and, and they looked pretty sloppy for a lot of the game. Uh, you know, Dak, Dak was back under center, and obviously he seemed like he was a little rusty. I don't know if this was just Dak being rusty or the Cowboys. There are certain teams that, number one, they struggle with, but even when these teams aren't very good, which the Lions frequently aren't good, the Cowboys tend to play down to that opponent. And it certainly felt that way for the first half on Sunday against the Lions. The Cowboys just weren't getting anything done. The Lions were at least getting field goals. What helped was the Lions turned the ball over multiple, multiple, multiple times in the second half. And ultimately, the Cowboys were able to pull away in the end. You know... Can we really glean a lot from this victory? I'm not really sure if you can. The NFC is just so interesting this year. There's not a dominant team. And yes, I know Philadelphia is undefeated right now. But again, I, I don't think they're better than, I would say, three or four AFC teams. And, you know, certainly... I would put Philadelphia as the favorite right now to win the NFC, but I think any of the teams that actually get into the playoff from the NFC are going to have a legitimate shot of winning the NFC because I just don't think you have a dominant team out of the NFC this year. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of egg on my face right now with uh, – my preseason prediction of Tampa not only going to the Super Bowl, but winning the Super Bowl. So I'm just going to go ahead and acknowledge that I'm probably going to be eating a big heaping thing of crow when it comes to Tampa. I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs. And it would not surprise me one bit if Tom Brady doesn't even finish the season. It's it's clear he made a mistake coming back, um, and it's just going to be kind of a sad ending to his career. Now, not feeling a whole lot sorry for him when you got seven rings, but it, it, it still is kind of a sad way to go. But, you know, right now, the NFC is just it's, – it's ripe for the taking. And I, I personally, I think it's it could come down to Eagles and Cowboys – for the NFC. Now, I think the Eagles are high, more higher likely to be there at the NFC Championship than the Cowboys because the Cowboys haven't been to the NFC Championship game in almost 30 years now. But just on paper and just looking at what they've done, I think you can argue Eagles, obviously, number one, best NFC team in the NFC, but Cowboys, number two. And part of that, it's a lot of it's number two by default because everyone else is struggling. I mean, Green Bay looks horrible. Maybe Minnesota's good. I 
I'm still not ready to cast my lot with Minnesota. I still don't trust. Uh, tr- tr- I still don't trust Kirk Cousins ultimately um, to get it done. And I mean, the South's a mess. Atlanta might win that division by default, and I didn't think they were going to be that good this year. Um, the NFC West is intriguing uh, because Seattle's been a big surprise. And, boy, they look like geniuses shipping off uh, Russell Wilson. You know, um, the Rams are struggling. San Francisco, they're up and down. But, uh, you know, they they have some really, really good pieces, their defense. And, you know, getting Christian McCaffrey and they've got a solid running game. It it might just be can Jimmy G play mistake-free football. And if he can – Certainly, they're going to be in the conversation in the NFC. Cardinals, um, I just, I don't think, I think it's going to fall apart, and I think it's already kind of in the process of falling apart with the for Cliff there. But yeah, um, I think right now by default, it's Eagles and Cowboys are your top two teams. Will that last? No, I mean, it's the Cowboys. It's the we've we've seen this movie before. And there will be some sort of flame out in the playoffs. I think there's a higher likelihood of that than the Cowboys getting themselves to the NFC Championship game against the Eagles. So, AFC, a little bit of a different story. Um, Chiefs, great win on Sunday against the 49ers. It was looking dicey initially, but uh, again, they took advantage of some, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo turnovers um you know sky Moore for the chiefs we need a, we need a new punt returner special teams guy because twice now he has fumbled and given the other team extremely good field position part of what cost uh, the chiefs the colts game and almost cost them early on in this uh, 49ers game but you know, Patrick Mahomes was able to get it done. And obviously, yeah, Kelsey again. You know, that third and 23, <laughs> they were able to get the first and 10. And it was just on its screen. It was was what made it so fun. But, yeah, that just I, I think that was a really solid win to get to get that um, in San Francisco. And, you know, again, it, it, right now, Chiefs and Bills, are they on a collision course? For the AFC Championship game, it seems to look like that. Just looking around, at the, you know, the Chargers have, have been a big disappointment. I thought they would be a lot better than they are. Um, I think they'll probably still get the wild, uh, get a wild card bid, but I don't, I don't see them challenging the Bills or the Chiefs. You know, Baltimore, I mean, they got a win last night against Tampa. But I'm not sold on them being a challenge uh, for Buffalo or Kansas City. Um, you know, beyond that, I, I don't see anybody else in the AFC challenging those two teams, you know. But boy, uh, what's interesting to watch, New England's been a mess. The Dolphins are kind of coming back a little bit. You know, and and I think they're extremely talented, and Tua has looked really good. You know, um, with the exception of when the medical staff in Miami let him down and had him play that Thursday night game 
So maybe Miami could could come could bubble up and challenge. I don't see that right now. I still think I think I still think the Bills and the Chiefs are just head and shoulders better than than anybody else. Um, but stranger things could happen. AFC South, I I think by default Tennessee's gonna win that win that division, but I I'm not sold on them making really any sort of noise um in the playoffs. So kind of where I see things headed. So Chiefs are off this week, uh, which enables Patrick Mahomes to be here for the game tomorrow. Cowboys will be playing the Bears again on paper. That should be an easy win for the Cowboys. I don't I don't think the Bears are all that good. But historically, the Bears have played the Cowboys very well. And last few times, that I think they've even beaten the Cowboys, and it's not been close games so it wouldn't surprise me if the Cowboys go to Cowboy and they lay a big fat egg against Chicago going into their bye week I hope it doesn't happen but you know I'm I'm a jaded Cowboys fan and I've seen this movie too many times and so yeah you potentially could see the Cowboys uh lay an egg hopefully not but so that's kind of kind of the rundown of, of sports this weekend. We're going to take a break, and then when we come back, um, we will have listener questions. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. It is now time for listener questions. And again, the big best way you can ask listener questions is to follow the official Twitter. Oh, I don't know why I just said Twitter. The official Twitter, <laughs> just because Elon Musk owns it doesn't mean you're calling it Twitter now. It's Twitter. But uh, follow the official Twitter of The Chris Carpenter Show, which is at The C Carp Show. Also follow the official TikTok of The Chris Carpenter Show, which is just simply The Chris Carpenter Show. So let's jump right into it. We've got a question from Hank. From Idaloo, and his question is, where will Tech basketball finish in the Big 12? So uh, preseason picks has Tech um, at fifth. They've got uh, Baylor. Baylor is number one. Kansas, number two. They're very high on TCU this year. Um, I think they're fourth. And then, of course, UT, they're always high on them. They're at number three. And then Tech. I think... I think Tech will finish better than fifth. Um, I think, again, they're overrating Texas. Yes, I know Texas has a lot of talent, but I've seen this movie before, and it doesn't usually end well. TCU, yes, I know they've got a lot of returning starters, but I'm not necessarily sold on them. I would honestly put Tech at third and really possibly even at second. You know, Baylor, there's a a lot of high talk about them, but, you know, how good are they going to be this year? You know, I I still think they're probably one of the the top teams, but I wouldn't have necessarily picked them to finish first. Uh, You know, I think Kansas, obviously, you know, coming off the national championship – bringing it and I hate to say this but bringing in McCuller and some other and some of the obviously their other recruits 
I think Kansas, again, probably is your favorite to win the Big 12. And then I would probably put Baylor and Texas Tech kind of on that second footing. Um, And certainly, I think both will have a a decent, more than a decent chance to to win uh, against Kansas. I mean, Tech Tech has proven that, number one, they can beat Kansas and Lubbock. And then even think back to last year's game in Lawrence. You know they took them. I think it wasn't double overtime. It was at least one overtime, and really probably should have won that game. And so uh, this this intimidation and this idea of it's hard to win in Lawrence. Tech doesn't win in Lawrence. Tech always goes up there and lays an egg at Lawrence. I don't necessarily think that's true anymore. And so I. My final prediction, I'm going to predict that Tech finishes, I'm going to say they're going to finish in third in the Big 12. Um, I just, with this new roster kind of being put together, I think they will certainly go on a run and, and hopefully, like they did last year, get some, get a bunch of Big 12 wins out of it. And, you know, if you finish third in the Big 12, you're getting yourself a very good seed in the NCAA tournament and setting yourself up to potentially um, get back to the Sweet 16. So um, that's kind of what I'm looking at right now with with uh, Texas Tech. I think I think certainly they're going to finish better than, than what they're being predicted. And personally, I like the fact – that they're picked to finish fifth. I like the expectations not being that high for this team. And the reason I say that is because I like the fact that this team can kind of sneak sneak up on people. So other questions. Um, I've got Chase from Dimmit. He is asking, what are my thoughts on text uniform combination this weekend well I kind of talked about it earlier I love it um here's my thing on tech I'm gonna give you kind of my little speech on like tech football uniforms because we've had some really bad ones uh you know Cliff I'm I guess I'm picking on you Cliff but when you your first couple years at tech that four and eight season you trotted out some horrific uniforms lone star pride awful uniforms okay the that uniform i can't remember the name of it It had a weird name the ones that they wore where it was half red half black against oklahoma oh gosh (laughs) never again and then the gray the gray everywhere no 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 no. here is what i would wear if i'm tech number one one helmet we're going to stick with the black helmet. No more of this white helmet. The only time I'd wear a white helmet, if we have to, is if they go with that old, like, 1970s throwback look. I like that look. Uh, but the red helmet, that just needs to go away. It doesn't look good. It looks, it just looks bad. No, 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 no. So, black helmet at home. Here's what we're going to wear. Ready? If it's a day game... They're going to wear black helmet, red tops, white pants, okay? 
pretty good look. They haven't worn that in a while, by the way, but pretty good look. If it's not a big, like, rivalry slash game, like West Virginia last week, black helmet, red top, black pants. Pretty good look like that as well. Now, night game, big rival, which, yes, Baylor, I I believe they've become a big rival for Tech. It's the butt bowl, everybody. You see it because BU and then TT, if you have to explain it. Then you go with the blackout, okay? Now on the road, like I said, we're not going to do white helmets anymore, okay? I like the black helmet. I like the white top. And I'm a sucker for the red pants. I love the red pants on the road with the white jersey, okay? That's my ultimate look. Now, if you want to wear solid black, white, white, or black, white, black, that's okay, too. I just, let's stick with one color helmet, okay? And the flat double T. Level the bevel, okay, as they say in the internet world, okay? But I will say this, since since the first two years of Cliff, the unis have gotten a little bit better. Um, Joey McGuire has done pretty decent. I, actually, I shouldn't say it's Joey McGuire doing decent because yeah, I, I really think, and this was kind of funny to me, like when Cliff was the coach, I truly think there were some tech fans that thought that Cliff was so focused on the uniforms that he didn't plan the game out. I, I Literally, I think that's what they thought, where I don't think those decisions are necessarily made by the head coach. They probably take him to the head coach, and the head coach just says, oh, yeah, that's good, that's fine. But – so getting back to my point about this year's uni combinations, they've been better. Um, you're, wearing thro- you're wearing the throwback double T. This is the second time um, this season, which is great. My only nitpicks, uh, the Houston game, I-, I can't stand the white helmet with the black look. That looked, ugh, no. Um, it's part of me, partly because I can't stand the white helmet. You know, so that one, not a fan of that. Then we had to trot out the red helmet against uh, NC State. Yeah, again, don't like the red helmet. Um, If you have to do the white helmet, they did it it probably the best way they could at, at Kansas State where they just went all white. But again, if I have my druthers and I don't think we can put the genie back in the bottle and I get that, I just like the black helmet with the flat double T. That's your helmet. Probably not going to happen just because this is the this is the world we live in where we have all these different uniform combinations. I mean, the NFL is doing it now. The Bears are wearing orange helmets. Doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. But that's kind of my opinion on the uniforms. So, And again, it's it's gotten a lot better. We haven't done the weird like Lone Star Pride or, you know, even like and, – and, and it's a great cause. So please don't take this as me saying bashing the, the, the cause. But like the Wounded Warrior helmets and, you know, I wasn't even that big of a fan of that. And it always seemed like Tech played a whole awful on those uniforms too. So I think that was the one where they lost like 66 to 6 
to Oklahoma State and was like, man, talk about dishonor- dishonoring the military playing like that, Tech, you know. But anyway, that's kind of my thoughts on it. So good questions this week. We're going to go ahead and take our break, and then when we get back, it will be time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. It is now time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And my tip of the week is all to all you Halloween goers out there. Want to wish everybody a happy Halloween. Um, stay safe. Watch some good Halloween movies. Um, here, here are my suggestions. If you've never seen Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, need to watch that. Poltergeist, that's always a classic. Um, the first two Halloween movies are good too. Avoid any of the other ones besides those. They're terrible. They add nothing to the story, okay? But stay safe this Halloween um, and get ready for November. It's going to be great November. Weather's starting to change, um, but stay safe this Halloween. So that'll be it for this week's podcast. Like I said, the plan is I'm going to do a recap of the Tech Baylor game. That will be recorded on Sunday. Um, As far as next week's schedule little bit in flux just because we don't have a an official time yet for the TCU Tech game. We will get that confirmation um, this Sunday. So maybe when I do my recap, I'll know. We'll see. But I'd like to do my normal episode and then do a recap show. I don't know if that will work. If If not, you will get an episode of some kind, at least one episode of some kind, next weekend but if not uh uh, if if possible we may do a recap show as well so anyway i hope everybody has a great weekend have a happy halloween and i will see you next week for the chris carpenter show